Welcome to the Mask of Moms podcast, a Disney planning podcast where we enjoy quick conversations and cocktails with a Disney twist. We are your hosts, Juliana. Hey. Lori. Hi. And Jennifer, that's me. We all know that the Mask of Moms like nice things, but we also like to be honest in our reviews. So today, we are going to be talking about Disney Cruise Line splurges and are they worth it? But first, the Mouska cocktail. So it, it's going to be hard to beat the pop spritz drinks that we love so much on Disney Cruise Line. And frankly, I'm not sure we're willing to try. But if we were going to really splurge, maybe we should check out the Kyber Crystal at Hyperspace Lounge on the Disney Hyperspace Lounge on the Disney Wish. So before I get into what's in this conglomeration of cocktails. Let's just start with how much it costs. It is $5,000. That's right. You heard me correctly. 5,000 American dollars, not uh, what are they called? Tokens, units, credits, credits, credits. not credits. Anyway, so it's actually, let me explain. It's actually four cocktails served in a Camtona, which is apparently a big Star Wars lore delivery system. And it opens up and there are four cocktails inside. Like the main one is called the Bark Speeder. And this is made with Camus Cognac, Yuzu and Kumquat for and Grand Marnier. Grand Marnier Quintessence. I don't even know what that is. So sounds delicious. I would drink it. I kind of want to try it. And then you get these three separate shots served in little silver cups. They're not really shooters. They're like silver plated cups that you get to keep. They're actually $5,000. I was hoped that you would get to keep the freaking right. cups. If I don't want to keep the cups, is it $5,000? $5,000. So we'll get into all that. So apparently there are silver plated cups from some like famous place, not Tiffany's, that retail for about $250 a piece. So anyway, so there's that. And then you get the little cups with, there's one with uh, Pappy Van Winkle's Family Reserve 23-Year Bourbon. Yes, please. Uh, Taylor Flatgate, Very Old Tawny Port, Kingsman Edition, and Watenshi Gin. So I guess these are, I mean, I want to try this just to try it, (laughs) but I'm not spending that much money. But anyway, it also comes with a photo with the two hyperspace lounge officers that present it to you. Um, and then you get a bottle of sparkling wine from Skywalker Ranch and a voucher for four people to visit Skywalker, Skywalker Ranch in Northern California. Um, and apparently, now I don't know that this part's true, you get a special debarkation escort with the crew from Hyperspace Lounge like off the ship. So um, that's all interesting stuff. But I'm really just, oh, and you also get when you order it like a gift bag with Star Wars swag. I feel like Disney was sitting there going, we're going to charge this drink $5,000. And then they started looking around an empty office to see what else they could throw in to make this, I got this pen. <laughs> Maybe. And I'm very curious. Cup. 
about how many. Look, we got these gift certificates that someplace gave us. Let's throw those in. Right. I want to know how many people actually order this drink. I'm telling you, if you drop the price down to like $250, don't let me keep the glasses. I might buy it. But <laughs> but let me ask you. So it's this for one person or four or three? Well, I would, I mean, it's, it's four drinks, but I would probably share it with one person. But it's, but it's drinks, but three shots. It's only three shots. They're little, yeah, they're little drinks. I don't know. It's actually four cocktails, three. I'm very confused by the numbers. Four cocktails, three shots. No, so it's four drinks. It's, four? One, it's one big cocktail and then three little, but they're not really shots. To call them shots isn't fair. If you shoot Pappy Van Winkle, I'm going to have to smack you. It's they're sippers. They're like they're, they're sippers, you know. but to sh- I don't know. And again, um, why would I want to drink yuzu and kumquat? We all know this is not for you. Frankly, it's not for any of us because none of us is parting with five thousand dollars just for a beverage. So yeah. So so the question of whether or not this is worth the splurge, I haven't even had this. I have never seen anybody order this. I think I've seen it on YouTube, but that was probably just for YouTube. Um, but no, thank you. No, I don't think I could. Do I don't it. even know if somebody bought it, if I would sit down and drink it. Yeah, this is more expensive than the cruise. <laughs> Seriously, I would drink it if somebody bought it for me. Absolutely. I don't happily. Think Are you if, listening, Bob? If they took out the yuzu, maybe. Maybe. I mean, I'm super cute. Like, I would make a great spokesperson for this drink. <laughs> they could film me. <laughs> they could film me and use it for marketing purposes. Uh, they could, or they could I volunteer. Not. It's cool. I'll do I volunteer it. Volunteer is tribute. <laughs> I'm not super cute. All right. But let's talk about some things that we might actually splurge on, Lori. What do we got? All right. All right, so we will start. So we have a list of items um, that are splurges on Disney Cruise Line. Um, Some of them I think we would splurge on. Some of them maybe not. Um, A lot of them we have done. One, unfortunately, we have not done is the Castaway Cabanas. Um, Those are hard to get. Very hard to get. Castaway Cabanas um, are obviously on Castaway Island. They have family ones and adult ones. and for people that don't know, these are gone right away. Um, usually platinum and not even platinum gets them. Usually concierge scoops them up. Um, and then platinum sometimes gets a hold of one or two. Um, these are super, super expensive. Um, I have heard, though, that they are worth it. Um, this is one where I've read the reviews where if you're okay spending that type of money and have the means to do it, it is worth it. What do they come with other than a really comfy little space? Do you get someone like, I mean, because Castaway Key, everybody gets lounge chairs and little chairs and you have someone coming around bringing you drinks. The cabanas have like little refrigerators and stuff, right? So the cabanas at Castaway start at $3.99 for the day at Serenity Beach and it's up to four people. Um, But it can go up to $1,249 for the family beach cabanas for up to 16 people, depending on how many people you have and how big of a cabana you're getting. Um, So, you know, the price, uh, honestly, the Serenity Bay one is the ones I've heard most about because it's $400. Um, Yes, is it a a splurge and expense, but it's not, let's say, a $5,000 drink. Um, so <laughs> I think it's a little, you know, it can be done. 
Um, so usually they're a good size. They get a large patio. The grand family cabana is double the width as the other ones. They get loungers outside. Um, obviously they get their own little beach, so it's a lot less crowded. They get to escape the crowds. They get hammocks, um, some chairs, some umbrellas. They get tubes and floats, which usually are a cost when you rent them. Um, also they get bike rentals. They're also included. Snorkel equipment is included. And there's a changing area, a mini fridge with some drinks and fruit in there. Um, I and need this. Yeah, I think they do some ceiling fans, fresh worth water it. shower. You know, I could do this. We're a going with worth it, for sure. Some tan you know, sometimes with the question of is it worth the splurge or not, is not like the value of what you're getting, but it's how it's making you feel and like how it's enhancing your trip. So I think this would be like Castaway Key is fantastic no matter how you you experience it. But I think adding this is totally worth the money because you feel like how we did on concierge. You feel special. Yeah. Fancy. You feel fancy. They also have some drink packages that you can purchase. Um, so obviously you can have some alcoholic drinks included and that, but it kind of, you know, I love Castaway K. I will say there are times we're going off with three children, carrying their sand toys, carrying the water bottles, carrying the coolers with the water bottles in there and the towels and everything else that they may need. And then sitting down and finding a seat and dragging them through the sand. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Everything's there for you. Right. Especially like, I know so many people who like love cruises, but aren't necessarily beach people. Like I'm one of them. Like I don't necessarily love the beach, but if I have a place where I can get out of the sun and rinse off and just like still hear the ocean and be a part of it, I'm very happy. I wouldn't want to leave. If you can put me on a beach where I cannot be sandy, I'll be happy. Right? So we love the cabanas, not that we've ever done one, but we have, I think all of us have done the cabana massage on Castaway Key. So yeah, I, we've all done it. You guys did it. And then I've done it with my husband and the, you know, I almost think the cabana massages are not, I don't think they have a price increase from the massages Mm -hmm. on the ship. They don't. No. And I will tell you, having had a massage on the ship last time and having now had two cabana massages, obviously I'm in the worth it camp for the cabana massage a thousand times better. Like, I mean, I frankly did not love getting a massage on the ship. It was rough seas at the time. I think it messed me up for the whole night, but, and the, and those spas like down in the fourth deck, it's down there. I don't remember. So it's fifth. She's shaking her head. No, it's It's not. It's on four. No, on the wish it's on four. Oh, maybe we're going to fact check on the wish it's on four, but anyway, or five, but yeah, I I was so much nicer. Like you're sitting in this cabana, the windows are open. Nobody can see you five nobody can see you and like you hear the waves going and you've got the ceiling fan and they're pumping in these tropical smells and it's just like it was fabulous so gonna serene. you're gonna argue with us i am going to argue i'm, I'm gonna, gonna agree with juliana i think there's a an asterisk here because in july when it's 95 degrees out there is no breeze fair <laughs> And it is, the ocean is not cold enough. Those cabana massages would be my nightmare. 
Perhaps. I've done it in February and what, September, I think? Yeah, I would, yeah. You would need to use like the massage oil or lotion on me because I would be sweating so much just from being sitting in a room with no air. Like, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't. But we've done it in February and it was gorgeous. Yeah, you know what though? Bottom line is I don't think the massages on board are worth it. Worth Agreed. The but but I do think the cabana massage is worth yeah. it. Yeah. Especially because the there's the, no upcharge. And the the ones on board, you know, because real estate is, you know, it's prime real estate to to have the views and everything. So all of the massage rooms are in the interior, so they're dark and claustrophobic, and you're just in these are so much nicer, the cabanas with all the windows open and a breeze, not in July. It's so good in July, then go on the ship. The wish is on deck five. The other four ships are up top. Mm. So um, it just depends um, where you're at. I think the wish made a disservice by putting it down on deck five, but I get why they did it. Um, well, so the other thing that's different on the wish from the other ships is their rainforest room. Yes. They all have one, but this one's just a little bit different. On the wish. Yeah. Yes. So the rainforest room, how do we describe it? It's um, like, you know, when you go to a spa that has like a hydrotherapy circuit or whatever amenities that you can use, a steam room or just lounge chairs or whatever. And if you book a, a spa appointment, you get to use those facilities on on the wish or in the rainforest room, it's a little bit different. You actually don't get to use on the facilities, the wish, I'm sorry, on the wish, the facilities with your massage, you can, but you can buy a rainforest pass, which gets but, you access to these things. But only for your length of stay. I think that's the big difference too, with the other cruise ships for Disney is that the other ships, you can buy the pass for the rainforest room for just a part of your cruise. Part like of as your an sailing. appointment, like an hour's worth, right? I think yeah, it's a day. It's the day. Um, it just depends on how long you're on there for. It depends on how many days, on what packages they offer and all that. Um, but yeah, the, the Rainforest Room on the Wish is different than the other ships. Um, the Rainforest Room, because it has a large inside Rainforest area and then a large outside area. Right. Um, so the outside area has super fun chairs, super fun loungers, two hot tubs. And then the inside has, what is it, like three different rooms? It's a sauna room, a steam room, and the ice room. Mm -hmm. um, and then it has, you know, little, I guess, rain showers that you can go into with different smells. It was cool. I just don't, I don't know if it was worth it. That one was much more expensive too. On the other ships, you can you can purchase them by the day, and they're like, I want to say they're under twenty dollars a person. But this one, you had to put purchase it for the length of the cruise, and we were on a three night cruise, and what what was it like three hundred and fifty dollars a person or something? Um, I thought it was two, but it might be, but that could be right too. Um, two and change, somewhere between two and three hundred dollars per cent. I'm gonna say no, not worth it. Now I've not experienced the rainforest room on other ships. Maybe that's worth it because the value might be there. I understand though they're not as you know air quotes nice as the one on the yeah. wish. So the dream and the fantasy still have an open area. It's just super tiny and it's at the front of the ship because they're up on deck eleven. 
So it's kind of like a panoramic view with the windows. Um, the wonder and the magic are all inside. So it's a very like the inside part of the wish um, with the different sauna rooms. That's kind of how uh, the wonder and the magic are. But I guess the dream and the wish had the better best one before the wish or the dream and the fantasy had the best one before the wish came. Yeah. So uh, yeah, like I said, I'm in no, especially if you're doing concierge because you don't really need that outdoor area on the wish that quiet outdoor space because you can have that up in concierge so i think we're all in agreement that the rainforest I think the, room i think the bigger issue for me is that on the wish you're looking at a three or four night cruise and i think that you feel when you add the rainforest room because you have to do it for your length of stay and you pay so much for it you have this pressure to you get the most out of it and like we felt like i felt like i had to go every day um, and it wasn't necessarily, it wasn't a big deal. Like I could have gone once and been like, oh, that was cute. And that's why there's two separate things. So we did the full package, which was like 200. And then if you want to do the day passes, if they're offering them on the wish, they offer them on the other ships, it's anywhere between 29 to $49 per day. That right. I would pay. That I, I totally would have paid. You just day. can't do it that way on the wish. Yeah. I would totally do it that way. The other thing, Bob, that you need to know about this is... They have these like cement lounger chairs that are heated and it's really quiet and peaceful in there. I fell asleep on one and my back is still jacked from that chair. Like I am telling you, they are not comfortable. Agreed. My neck is still hurting me. Maybe it was how you were sleeping. No, it's because I sleep every cement day. tiled <laughs> every day. Yes, and I, every day. And I have not had this problem. <laughs> the thing I liked about them was that they were heated. But they were like lying on a cement lounger. They were. The and fact that you could fall asleep on that thing, kudos to you. And the curve of it. The curve of it was weird. It didn't hit my back properly. And my back was like just hanging there. It was not good. <laughs> Lori's still laughing about I'm my sleep. still every day. laughing. Somebody take the quote. Yeah, well, I sleep every day. <laughs> I sleep every day. And I've never had a problem. So, <laughs> Moving <next> on. <laughs> And now, a word from our sponsors. Mouse Moms are avid travel enthusiasts, and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com, and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. Also on all five of the, the Disney Cruise Line ships is your Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique. And just like the ones that you can visit in Walt Disney World, you have to make an appointment for these and then you get your little princess or pirate makeover. Actually, they do pirates there. Um, I have never done this on the ship because my daughter's not interested and my sons could care less. I have done it. My my daughter, who is going to be 13, was like, I need to do this before I'm 12 because that's the cutoff. So we did it. And um, she was thrilled. That's good. I think definitely it was worth the splurge. This Bibbidi Bobbidi boutique that were on the cruise lines opened up, reopened from COVID way before the ones in the theme park. So at that point, I think it was totally worth the splurge. And then whether or not it's worth the splurge now is totally dependent on your kid. For my kids, she would go and get her makeover and then 
if she even agreed to agreed to that in the first place and then she would take everything off five seconds later so for me not worth it i thought my kid thought it was great i thought i paid 150 dollars for a ponytail i'm pretty so, sure that's what happened the prices about on disney cruise they have the royal night package which is like 80 dollars, which is basically hairstyling gel confetti this is the boys package mighty sword shield they have a captain package for 120 that's hairstyling with gel confetti mickey and minnie plush and a captain costume and then you go into the deluxe carriage packages which is probably what she got which is the makeup the face the hair all that stuff that one was about a hundred dollars so after tip and everything else you're probably looking at 120 ish it was a ponytail i'm not kidding it was a ponytail a t-shirt and a cinch bag it, yep. it it was it was ridiculous like and and i thought i see these kids walking around disney world like all the time like totally done up with these fancy hairdos i'm telling you my kid got a ponytail not even lying so you know not my favorite i think that like you can totally splurge where they get the big princess outfit and all that stuff i am not in favor of that i buy my princess outfits on amazon <laughs> or and bring them with because they're much, much cheaper in the same quality. So I'm in the not worth it camp, but if you have a child that like, this is super important to them, do it. Um, it they do, it's really sweet. They treat them like little, like, you know, they're all fairy godmothers and they make them feel really special. Um, I don't know how to sell it because I think it's not worth it. <laughs> I, I just think it depends. Like, I think it to be worth it for your first time. Again, speaking from all boys, I'll never get to spend money on this which i think i'm okay with um, but it's you know i think it if you're gonna do it once do it once i think you do it when they're younger you do it when they're five six seven agree get it done and then plan photos afterwards get it done and then go plan your photos you can get the pictures of all them done out because then right. yeah it's all gonna start coming apart um you know i've had clients do it i recommend you know they always want to do it first thing in the morning i'm like that's great but then the kids aren't swimming that day so I recommend them doing it later in the afternoon before dinner. They go through dinner with it. They have pictures with it. You know, they get character photos with it. Then I think it's kind of cool. And definitely think, not for a shorter cruise. I don't think it's worth it then because your time is so precious. But if you have a five night, six night, seven night where you have maybe a couple of days at sea, then go ahead and do it. But for a three night cruise, your time is precious. I don't know. But again, little little kids just absolutely love this. And I think you're right. The younger, the better. I don't, I think 12 was a bit old. I mean, she, like I said, she loved it, but I wasn't like, oh, you were so cute because she's 12. She's 12. <laughs> um, one thing that I think we'll all agree on and what is worth it are the alcohol tastings from on a Disney cruise line. They have anything from mixology to martini to bar, uh, bourbon to wine to champagne tequila tequila i've done the chocolate and liqueur tasting um these are amazing and 100 always worth it they're super fun and like even if you don't like the drink they're serving they're really informative like you learn a lot i i enjoyed every single one i've done yes i remember for the bourbon one i just kept passing mine to juliana but it was very informative and fun because we were together on the cruise yeah. ship yeah that one was a tough one the, not all the bourbon was the best but the mixology class i did that with my husband that was super fun um they yeah. have a beer tasting which i think would be great airs on the beer I, i'm gonna sound horrible I've done the mixology, the martini, the whiskey, the wine, the chocolate and liqueur, the champagne. 
I think we're done. Some of those sell out really quickly. The champagne and the wine ones sell out really quickly. So I haven't been able to do those yet, but I would like to. Yeah. And these are a great value. They're like 50 to a hundred bucks a person. They give you all of the beverages and then some, and like I said, and it's also a fun activity. It's an hour of your cruise where you're with other adults and, and, and just learning and tasting and laughing. It's I've always had a good time. They're always good. Um, plus you're getting five or six drinks. Like to this is, if you want a deal, this is the, it is a deal. So it is honestly what you're getting. The wine one comes, you get a fun little wine, uh, Disney pin too. Um, for wine tasting. Um, so I've given to my kids now super confusing when they go to exchange those pins. Um, But yeah, these are 100% worth it. They do sell out super quick. I will say they can open up while you're on the ship if you don't get an opportunity to get them beforehand. Um, a lot of people move and change them during the ship. Um, you can check on the app. You can also check with guest services. Always worth it. My mm-hmm. favorite is the chocolate and liqueur one though. I need to do that one. By far. Chocolate's mm-hmm. delicious. Like the, it's delicious. delicious. All right. All right. All right. Speaking of good food, we are going to talk about some of the adult only restaurants. Um, so we will start, we'll start with regular Apollo, which is on the fantasy dream. Um, All of the ships, right? On, well, on the wish it's Apollo state. Yes. So regular Apollo on the four ships, I think is worth it. Brunch and dinner. So it's Italian, right? Paolo is Italian. So brunch is a buffet and dinner is table service. Brunch is no longer a buffet. It is family style. Um, And you pick and choose different things off the menus. Um, So some items you just get included to share with the table and then some you can choose, but you can choose as many as you want. Um, So I think the brunch, if you're looking bang for your buck, brunch is by far your best option. Um, It is a set price, um, but it is you walk i mean it's a lot of food um and then the dinners can be a set price if you want to go that route but it also can be a la carte and you can pick and choose what you want so that's the same with palo steakhouse as well except the only difference here is that they add on you know some specialty steaks and things that aren't on the regular palo menu i think worth it i think the price is here so you pay extra the prices here are actually really reasonable if you're just comparing them to say like going out in your hometown if you take into account the fact that you've already paid for a meal right then maybe they're not but but I thought the prices were reasonable the food was good it's nice to have a separate space you're kind of away from the hustle and bustle I think it's also nice because they don't rush you yeah. in the adult dining. So right. we, we've had like three hour meals there before, which is is nice because, you know, you, you eat late. The kids are in the kids clubs. You can just linger over your wine. It was nice. We did dinner nice. in Palo. I, I think honestly, you are paying for your meals, but this is kind of above and beyond. The right. easiest solution is to just do the $45 inclusive. You get an appetizer, you get a salad, you get your entree, then you get a dessert. So it is quite a bit of food for $45. Mm-hmm. Considering what we were just talking about with the drinks that you get for $45, mm-hmm. you're getting an entire, you know, nice elevated meal for $45. Or if you're just not that hungry, you can a la carte it and just get one. Or you can just walk in and get the chocolate souffle. I have asked them if I could do that. 
I mean, I think that they're like, I did like it. I think it's worth it. I think it's worth it on a longer than three night cruise where you've already rotated through all the restaurants because they each offer something's really nice. And so, you know, I'm on the I fence agree. about this one, but then there's the elevated restaurants, even the fancier ones, which are Remy and Enchante. It's Remy on the fantasy and the dream and then Enchante on the wish. This one yeah. is just expensive. S stupid expensive. Remy wasn't horrible. Well, we did brunch. We did brunch for, right. and it was, and that was, I thought that was worth it. That was a great experience. I think at either of these restaurants, the brunches are a thousand percent worth it because you get the view and the food is delicious and it's not quite as much food as with the dinner. You know, you do the tasting menu and it's, it's much more reasonable. Yeah. Like, like. A tenth of the cost, I feel like. Yeah, because Enchante. Oh. Yeah, so Remy and Enchante are pretty much identical when it comes to what you can get. You can do the a la carte option, but it is going to be a bit more expensive because your entree selection could be 45 to $75, but it's not going to include any sides. It's not going to include a salad. Then you can get the tasting menu, which honestly, if you're going to go to Remy or Enchante, you should be doing the tasting menu. But the tasting menu is going to run you anywhere between 105 at Remy and I think up to 135 at Enchante to 175. So it just depends on what tasting menu you're picking. No, the wine was more. <laughs> the, wine the wine was, was delicious. <laughs> It was very yeah. good. So, so it was an experience. Remy and Enchante are both um, French inspired and they are both um, Michelin star chef created. So it's nice. It was a cool experience. I will never do it again for the price. No. Um, so is it worth the splurge? No. <laughs> I think Paulo was. I, if I were going to choose one of these three things to splurge on, given that Palo is definitely not overly expensive for my taste, I still would choose brunch at Remy. Um, I, I, I just really enjoyed being able to sit in that nice atmosphere, sip champagne and look out at the ocean. Yeah, yeah so that's that something that you choice. don't you don't really think about because these restaurants are in these beautiful locations and they have like a 360 degree view or whatever, but at night you don't see, any you don't of see it. anything. So it was really nice on the brunch at the brunch to be able to see the ocean and eat the good food and all the things. Yeah. I would say Apollo to me is we always go to Apollo every time we're on a Disney cruise, whether it's three nights, four nights, whatever. Um, Remy and Enchante are my like specialty. Mm -hmm. We, you know, I went there with Eric because it was his birthday. It was, you know, a big birthday. That's where we did. But if we were on a seven night, I would probably not step foot in Remy. Um, I'd probably stay over at Paula. There you go. So I think the only other splurge we haven't really talked about is concierge level, which we did an entire um, episode on. So please go check that one out. Yeah, I mean, basically the easiest way to describe concierge is double what a veranda's, um, sometimes more, um, depending on the room. But if you're looking for a balcony in concierge, it's double. But I think in the podcast, we covered everything that it included. Um, I think it's, I'm glad we did it. I think it was 
a once in a lifetime thing done. I'm never paying for five people. <laughs> I know it's hard to say whether or not concierge, con concierge is really worth it because it is so expensive. So it sort of definitely depends on you and your budget and your comfort level. I mean, if that kind of money is no big deal to you, then absolutely it's worth it. But that kind of money is a big deal to most of us. And I know that I'm probably never going to spend it on my family unless I got some sort of crazy deal. Yeah. Agreed. All right. So there you have it. Do you have a mouse get tip? I do. It's I'm sort of shifting directions a little bit because we didn't talk about excursions and excursions can be splurges too um, because some of them are not inexpensive. So there, but there are like way too many excursions on Disney Cruise Line to discuss today. But um, the tip is to take the time to research your ports of call. You can see what's available by filtering by port on the DCL website. Um, because you can't really see what exactly is offered on your cruise until you go ahead to do that activity booking. So take a look, decide what's worth it to you, have a couple of backup choices in case they're not offered or available, and um, think about those as splurges as well, because those are going to be extras that you're going to add on. Well, Masca friends, there you have it. Disney Cruise Line splurges and are they worth it? What do you think? Which splurges have you tried and do you think that they were worth it? Tell us about it. Just a quick reminder to check out our Facebook group, Masca Moms Podcast, to dive deeper into this and all things Disney and Disney planning. Be sure to follow our show so that you receive notifications when new content is released and you never miss an episode. And please consider writing us a review as well. We really appreciate it. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Here I see you real soon. Why? Because we like you. <laughs>